When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply action-packed show for a Monday. We talk about my trip to podcast movement and the big awkward that I had while I was there. Callie has a weird medical condition that she can't figure out. I bring up quiet quitting again and bad news for Callie's mom and dad. Womp, womp. We'll explain all that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, August 29th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the flashlight that is in my nightstand and has been in my nightstand forever, like for over Literally a decade. Literally since I've known you, you've had that in there and we've known each other for 10 years. I used it for the first time Saturday night slash Sunday morning. The power went out in the middle of the night and Ellie uses a noisemaker. So we had to go find, I had to go find in the dark a battery pack, and a cable and her travel noisemaker to set it up in her room so she would continue to sleep through the night. And I use my flashlight to find it. So I'm grateful that I put that there in- 10 years ago in anticipation in, in of Saturday night. In 2004. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our dogs. Jeff was out of town. And first of all, I am so glad that the power and the storm did not happen when you were out of town because I would have been like freaking out. Like I'm not really like storm scared, but you know, I don't know, just like having the power go out. So not having like an alarm and then not knowing like where your power cables are and just like being up and is Ellie okay? Is she going to wake up? Like, I'm just really glad that that was a night where there were two of us um, because it was, we haven't had a storm like that in a while. I didn't realize how bad the storm was until the next day when we got up and, and we got out of the house and there's um, a church, not too, there's two churches that we pass every day, like kind of on the street next to our street. One of them has had this outdoor tent, I guess, or whatever it's called, set up. For like two years. For, yeah, well, yeah. probably since the beginning. And I think they probably used to do services out there, but now I, I don't know what they use it for. Destroyed. Like that was gone. And then the other church um, had a giant tree, like giant, fall on one of its buildings. I don't know if it was like the sanctuary or whatever. Yeah, I think it's the sanctuary. But it fell right on top. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that, I mean, I'm not happy it happened. But what if it had happened in the morning? Or like during services. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't think it went through the building, which is also good. Like it looked like it was kind of like leaned up against the building. 
I don't know. It was weird. We have a, our neighbor has, what are those things called? It's, it's like a bush, but it's taller. It's not a topiary. It's like, it's a, it's a tall bush. Is it a tall bush on either side of their front door? And yeah. one of them, I, mean, I don't know what the, yeah, it's just, it's a bush that grows straight up rather than out. Yes. So they have one of those and on either side of their front door. And one of them was completely knocked over. We're like, well, that's weird. Like, did they hit their tree? And then we like got further out of our neighborhood and we're like, oh, the storm was like really, really bad. Um, but I'm so glad we have, you know, dogs when you're not here because, okay, storm scary. Yes. But like the dogs, I get really not freaked out when you're out of town, but I would rather you be here. Like me alone is one thing. And then me alone with the baby is like, you know, just yeah. like another layer and our dogs don't miss a beat. So the only reason that I think I was able to sleep while you were gone is that if anything, if anybody came to our door or anything like that, right. the dogs would go berserk, which is great. And usually that's annoying, but not when you're home alone. <laughs> How do you feel sitting in our new chairs. We have no more creaking. Jeff has a new office chair. We got new studio chairs. Well, studio chairs for the first time, really. Yeah. They're specific to the table where we record the show. I like them. They're so comfy. You think they're comfy? They're, yeah. they're dining room chairs, but I, you know, for us, they're podcast chairs. They're perfect. And my office chair or my, you know, the chair that I used to sit at my desk, um, is brand new and it's fine so far. Like I'll, I'll, I'll review it. I'll do it as like a, you know, this day in Amazon history, six months from now or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but I also replaced the mat that goes under the chair mm -hmm. because the, the studio is carpeted and the, the, the mat that went under it wasn't rigid enough for how thick the carpet was. So I bought a more rigid Matt. So everything, it's everything that involves our butts in the studio is great. Our it's, butts are doing really well today. I went to podcast movement in Dallas, a couple observations about the trip and traveling. Cause this is my first time in an airport or on an airplane since the pandemic, since March of 2020. I didn't realize that. I thought you had been on one before. No, I, the, I went to podcast movement last year, but I drove, it was in Nashville. So you just drove three hours okay. up the road or whatever. Yeah. Um, was it weird? No, it was fine. I was actually, I was very doomsday about it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so busy. It's going to be so packed. It's going to be so whatever, blah. Uh, it wasn't. It, I mean, it was busy. It was definitely busy. I had to park. And I don't know if this is because the airport was busy or if this is because um, there's construction at the Atlanta airport. But I had to park almost in the last row of the Delta side. I don't know if it's North or South. South. Or, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. To me, it's the Delta side. The of red the side. Of the Atlanta airport. And then the other side mm -hmm. where all the other flights are. I had to park nearly in the last row of the economy parking lot, which I've never had to park that far back before. It was cr crazy. But I think they're also doing a still doing a ton of construction. Mm -hmm. So part of the parking lot. So, um, but that was the only chaotic part. Like security wasn't overwhelmingly long. Everything was easy. It was fine. Um, I did a couple things um, that I, I, observations that I made about myself. One, I consciously said, I was going for 24 hours. I needed one change of clothes. Yes. But I packed two pairs of underwear. 
right? Because mm-hmm. that's what you do. Well, mm-hmm. we've talked about this on the show before. Yeah, you always pack extra underwear. I couldn't stop my body from packing a third pair. Like I put the two <laughs> pair of underwear in there thinking, oh, this is so ridiculous. You're only changing your clothes once tomorrow and then you fly whatever. But then like in my head, I'm like, what if you spill something on yourself? Like what? Like what if you spill something on your underwear? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm like, it doesn't take up too much room. I put it, and I did the same thing with socks. You know, I say better to be overprepared. Um, and then as far as the air travel, the only weird observation I had is um, I think just because there were so many people there, like it was, there are more people there than probably anywhere else I've been since 2020, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause we haven't gotten any concerts or anything. Right. Right. Like, where have we been that would have a big crowd? I don't know. Maybe like, yeah, nothing like that. It, I, everywhere I turned, I thought I saw somebody I knew. I didn't, but I just saw so many people who looked vaguely familiar and I'm, I'm sure it was some sort of weird mind. Your brain is like out of practice of like seeing human beings other than me. Yeah, that was it. And then the, the final thing that I'll say about it that I thought was really funny is uh, I had to download the Uber app because I haven't taken an Uber also in two years because generally- we would do Ubers when we, if we were going to an event in Atlanta or we were, we're traveling to another city and we need, and we weren't going to rent a car. Um, but I saw my last Uber trip, which was March 20th, 2020. <laughs> I went to a whiskey. It was like the last supper uh-huh. for you. Yeah. Um, the event was great. I came back from it. So invigorated, so pumped. Um, I was, I spoke my panel was on the last day mm, of the event. That's hard. Of yeah. the event. And it's a long event. Like people fly in on Monday and they fly out on Friday. And I spoke on Friday morning. Um, I, I was invited to speak by the company that was sponsoring the panel. Yeah. Um, I probably in going forward would turn down an invite. For, for the last day. For the last day because- it's cool for the resume and it's cool to be able to say that we were asked to be a part of it. And it's cool to, t- to talk about it. Um, but you felt like everybody was kind of over it going through the motions. They didn't attend. Yeah. They just didn't. How many people were there? You think in my room? Yeah. 40. 40 is good. Yeah. But it was set up for like 150. Oh, like I okay. think, if, I think if it was on Tuesday or Wednesday, there would have been a hundred people there. Got it. Okay. You know what I mean? I didn't realize it started that early. I thought it was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I thought it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday or something. It's a full week thing. And and I think next year I I will plan it because it was really, really productive. I met so many great people. I had one super, like, I only had one awkward incident that I know of. Of course, because it's you. But it was a, it was because I only had one. It was a doozy. I... One of the meetings that I had with on Friday was a woman that also hosts a podcast and her and I talk a lot. We text a lot. We exchange ideas a lot. Mm-hmm. We help each other out. We've done um, like brainstorm promotions for each other, whatever. And uh, she also does a daily podcast. So we've commiserated over that. In, in my head, we had never met in person before, but apparently we did. But I've said multiple times, like, I'm so glad to finally meet you in person. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we found you. <laughs> she's blah, like, blah, blah. Um, you're and rude. Then, we have met like eight times. No, I mean, it was only once, but she's like, I do think we met before, but she said it like the very, like 
last we, time that we you said rode that? after we had our like our official meeting meeting we rode down the escalator together she was going into the bar to another meeting and i think yeah. i was going up to the room and that's when she corrected it's the very she's like we have met before and i'm like oh that's like my name is actually erica yes. not not you know yes. sarah or whatever and you're like ah, but i just said it like 50 million times have i told you the story of ed prue I don't think so. Oh Who's Ed Prue? What used, a great name, by the way. Ed Prue used to work. I think that I don't even know if that was his last name. In my head, it is. I mean, like a gazillion years ago, when I was in college. Yeah. He worked at a radio station, and he, I mean, he, he was just he was very likable and he was very nice. He was just he's a goofy guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's just goofy, and um, like we came in to work one morning. And the room where like all of the t-shirts and the swag and stuff had been slightly rearranged. It was like this conference room that had been turned into a closet with like two locks on it. Okay. But only like four people had the keys to both locks because if they didn't lock it up, people would go in and steal t-shirts and prizes and yeah, CDs yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my friend Mike and I walk in because we have to go do an event and, and we unlock the door and we get through the door and it's like completely rearranged. And Ed had built a small room using T-shirt boxes and brought a sleeping bag and was sleeping in there because he had an event the night before. Oh so rather than drive home, he just built himself. And we're like, why didn't you just go into any of the empty offices or studios? Like, why did you rearrange this whole room? It must have taken you an hour. He's like, you know, what? I didn't think of that. <laughs> but um, he met our new boss, and our new boss mistakenly called him Fred. No. So Ed became Fred Prue. Told everybody else to start calling him Fred rather than correct the boss. No. He's like, you have to. That's a commitment. Yeah. That is a commitment. Uh, anyhow, um, going back to the podcast event, uh, the panel that I was on, the, I, I'm, I'm not trying to sound cocky about this or like whatever, but I was, and this is the case with every panel that I've been on for podcast movement, which is like two, but like anything outside, any time that I am public speaking mm-hmm. with other people on a stage, there is a very good chance that I am the most qualified and skilled person on that stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying, and, and I always struggle with do I help move the conversation along? Because the moderators are never, like, they're never qualified. Like, they're never public speakers. Like, they're people who are experts in their role. Mm-hmm. So, this was about monetization. So, the person who was moderating the panel, like, She's one of the, the top sellers. Like she handles the biggest accounts for the company that sponsored it. Yeah. She's, she's, you know, but she's not a panel moderator. So there were like a couple of follow-up questions that I had to go, mm, don't ask, don't ask. Cause they didn't want to overstep. But in retrospect, I wish I did. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, for the, for the listener experience. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. are good at that. And you're quite, I mean, you've literally been in listener experience for, my Three decades. Life. Yeah, your entire life. So I think you're qualified. Um, and the final thing is um, I'm going to – I want us to have our own panel next year. So I'm going to submit for for that. 
submit, like, do we buy a panel or we just have an idea for a panel we and we submit it? We can apply and say, so we just have to come up with what our angle is and we have so many angles and then we can pick the people to be on the panel with us and then mm-hmm. we just apply for it. And I think I, I would be, I would be excited to do that. So yeah. I'm going to do that for next oh, year. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah. Um, so while also weird that happened at the end of last week, uh, since we did our show, I woke up on Thursday, I think the day Jeff left and I have, I had red bumps head to toe on my body. And that, that's, that, that, that is false. You didn't have them head to toe. You didn't have them on your face. That's true. No, no, no. I had you didn't them, have them on your back. So I had them on my arms, my stomach, my legs, my uh, a little bit on my feet, like around my ankles. Like I made the joke to a coworker. I'm like, I feel like I slept with an ant or something. Like I thought that I had bites, but they weren't itchy. So I was really freaked out. I'm still kind of freaked out because I can't, I have been racking my brain and I have not come up with one new thing in my life last week. Like I haven't changed lotions. I haven't used new detergent. I haven't, you know. Obviously adding to the paranoia or the concern is the fact that every other day on the front page of the news is something about monkeypox. Right. right. So Jeff and I, like our fingers have never been like typing faster. We're like symptoms of monkeypox. How does it start? What does it look like? Who gets monkeypox? Like, and then like, we're checking Ellie. I'm checking Jeff. Like nobody is just me. And it's not all over. It's only the places that you could easily reach if you were applying lotion. So I am, I am convinced that it is an allergic reaction to a lotion that you are using. But because think about it. It's not, first of all. You, no, I, I totally agree. Because you, t- you, you use different stuff on your face. Mm-hmm. You have no bumps on your face. Two, you can't put lotion on your own back and you don't have any bumps on your back. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And where the bumps are most, they're not even bumps. They're just spots. They're not even raised. That where the spots are most pronounced are where you would put lotion. But I haven't opened new lotion recently. I haven't used different lotion. Like it's so weird. I agree with that. I that's that's the mystery. So I don't know. Yeah, I I honestly am kind of flabbergasted. I have no clue. And of course, like my friends are, you know, speculating like things that I hadn't heard of. So you immediately were like, oh my God, it's a monkeypox, cuckoo eye. Then I um, was with a friend. She's like, oh my gosh, do you think you have hand, foot, and mouth? I'm like, well, I didn't until now. (laughs) And then I'm Googling hand, foot, and mouth. And I was like, okay, I don't think it's that. Hand, foot, Um, and mouth, as I understand it, is very painful. So you would know if you had that. Right. Um, Well, you would think, that I would know. And also like nobody else caught it. So I didn't think it was something like contagious or whatever. And then, uh, Saturday night, I wound up taking a Benadryl cause I was like, okay, let's see if it's an allergic reaction to something. And I took Benadryl and they've cleared up quite a bit. So I don't know. I feel like really freaked out. Um, and I think you're rubbing off on me with like the, Oh my gosh, am I dying? <laughs> I think you should call your dermatologist today or tomorrow. And the reason why is I th- you have introduced nothing new 
in the right. past week. No new lotions, no new supplements, no new prescriptions, no new this, no new that. Mm-hmm. You're not, you, you, you haven't had like terrible headaches. So you've been taking a, you know, four, six Tylenol a day. Or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like nothing new is happening. So I just wonder if it's something that developed. Like if all of a sudden now you're allergic to. The lotion that I use. What lotion do you use? Just stop using it. Um, I don't, you don't have to call your doctor. Go two day, go three days without using whatever lotion you've been using. But I've been using the same lotion since yeah, college. It doesn't matter. You've developed. You have, you're, you're, you're bad. It's bad now. Just try it. I really am freaked out though. And I think you are, you have gotten in my head and I think we need to like stop this reaction because Jeff, whenever he gets sick, it's the worst kind of sick. It's something really bad. It's incurable. It's whatever. And I think that you're starting to rub off on me in that way. And we need to stop (laughs) because I don't want Ellie to be like that. I agree, but it's that that's not my, I, neither one of us would be this freaked out if monkeypox wasn't a thing. I disagree. I don't think I have monkeypox. If, if, either do I. But if monkeypox wasn't a thing, like if there wasn't like a contagious disease in the news every other day talking about, you know, how quickly it's spreading or whatever, on the heels of COVID, like if if that didn't exist, you're having an allergic reaction. It's on your arms, it's on your legs, it's on your stomach. You're having an allergic reaction to your lotion, a thousand percent. And Benadryl clears it up. That's what it is. I don't know. But right. I, the reason I'm freaked out is because like we, I've been doing all the like dealing with the hormone stuff and all of this. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's something. It's, not, it's, an, it's only where your lotion touches your body. Yeah. Here's what you really want to, you, you really want to do a test? Only put the lotion on the left side of your body. Oh, okay. Just so put the lotion when you put it on after you get out of the shower. Yeah. When you get out of the shower, put the lotion on your left side, L. For lotion. That's how you'll remember it. Okay. L for lotion. Or I could remember it by the giant welts that are going to come up the day after that are only on my left side, but continue. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Did you hear that there is a new type of broom out? It is sweeping the nation. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Since I started my like journey to figure out what was going on with my health a couple of months ago, I have heard from so many of you telling me that you also just feel off. You feel more tired than normal. You just feel weird and you don't know what's going on and you want to take a next step. Well, I have a great next step for you and that is Everly Well. Their at-home lab tests, vitamins, and supplements can help you get the knowledge and support you need so you can become a healthier you. Everlywell is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense to get the answers that you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Everlywell also has high quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. So I started with the women's health test. Here's what they do. They ship you the products right to your door. You have everything you need in one package. You take your at-home lab test 
by collecting your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician reviewed results get sent to your phone and device in just days. And you can share your results with your primary care doctor to help guide your next steps for you. For Upside listeners, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash upside. That's everlywell.com slash upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash upside. It's such a great feeling when your teeth are just from the dentist clean. I mean, nothing beats that, which is why I am so excited to have a Bruch toothbrush on my bathroom counter because that toothbrush gives me, like no other electric toothbrush I've ever used, that toothbrush gives me that fresh, clean, just from the dentist feeling. Um, we've told you all the great things about the Bruce toothbrush. We've told you how they have a plan that's going to deliver brush heads to your house automatically so you don't ever have to be stuck with one that's worn down. We've told you about their like weeks-long battery life. We've told you how cool they look sitting on your bathroom counter. I don't know what else there is to tell you except try it. You try it for 20% off. It's a Bruch brush kit and plan for 20% off at bruch.com slash upside. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash upside. 20% off bruch.com slash upside. And there is a 90-day return policy. So if you don't love it like I love it, then send it back and get your money back. But I have a feeling that Bruch is going to become your new favorite toothbrush and all the other ones. Bye-bye. We appreciate our Upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. Okay, Quiet Quitting Part 99. I think at last time this came up, I said, this is the last time I'm going to bring this up, but I want to bring it up again. Because somebody made an observation, shared an article with me by a woman named Erica, who is some sort of human resources consultant, I guess. Like that's her job is helping employers and employees. Okay. That's right. She calls herself a career Sherpa. She pointed out that this whole philosophy of quiet quitting where um, employees are just doing the bare minimum to get by, she pointed out that that, that is putting the blame for what's happening on the employee. That's gaslighting. Quiet quitting is actually a failure on the part of the employer. And I'm like, yes, it is. And proof of that is what I talked about last week. Explain. Remember last week I was like, at some point I realized that I could never go higher in the position that I was in. Yeah. So I would have to go do something else. So at that point, my focus switched to going to do something else. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's, that's me. That's who I am. If the opportunity was presented to me by my employer to excel or move ahead, if there was some if, if my employer was able to recognize that I needed more mm-hmm. to be fulfilled um, or even asked me, hey, how are you doing? What more do you need? Mm-hmm. Then the, 
my needs could have been satisfied at my present job. And I never would have done like the quiet quitting thing before mm -hmm. it was called quiet quitting, mm -hmm. you know? So I just think that the only reason I think this is important to bring up is because to me, part of me felt guilty when I was doing it because it's not the way I was raised. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the way I think anybody in the USA is raised. I think American culture is you work a nine to five and you dedicate yourself to your employer. And one of the, when you meet somebody, one of the first questions asked is what do you do for a living? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And all of that. So if your needs aren't being met by your employer and they haven't given you and you don't feel comfortable communicating them because of the structure, you're, you're not quiet quitting. Like you're just over it. Yeah. You know, you sound like such a millennial right now. <laughs> well, I just, it, it was such a revelation. Or I don't know. That seems dramatic. It was just such a, a uh, I was like, oh my gosh, it's not, no empl employee should feel bad about that at all, ever. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not your job to make your employer comfortable. Right. Yeah, that's the, true. The best employees are going to be the ones whose employers get them. Mm -hmm. You know, get them. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, so that's the last time I'll bring that up. I mean, it probably won't be. If something else. It's someone, not. It's yeah, definitely not. Somebody's going to send me a message tomorrow and I'm going to be like, no, that's right. Somebody else, else will give Jeff a soapbox to stand on and then yeah. he'll be on a soapbox again. That, that's the thing is I really haven't. I'm just fascinated by the concept, but I haven't really sat down myself and and like thought about it like philosophically. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to because I'm fascinated by it, but like I don't have time to do the research, <laughs> which means when other people present me with research that I think is neat, then I'm going to be all excited all over about it. it. Yeah. My parents went on a trip, an international trip, a month ago, maybe, and they they stopped in Iceland, and Iceland apparently has. Puffin, puffins, puffins, which are types mm -hmm. of penguins, and um, brought home Ellie this like four inch tall puffin, puffin penguin, and it's her, and it's the fun, it's the cutest thing to hear her say the word puffin. She's like puffin, 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 because it's one of it's like her, you know, it's her newest <laughs> stuffed animal, so it's her favorite stuffed animal right now. Yeah, so she needs to know where it is twenty four seven. Yes, she does. I was putting her down for bed last night, and Where's she's puffin? like puffin. She's like puffin, puffin. puffin. Um, it's so cute. Anyway, so they went to Iceland. They came back. Hadn't seen Ellie in two weeks, maybe two and a half. Then they both get diagnosed with COVID. So they both have COVID. We finally get negative tests at the end of last week. So excited. And because they, I mean, I think really like, I mean, I miss my parents, but I think really they miss Ellie. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, they don't care about us. They don't care about us. No. So it's all about Ellie. So they want to see Ellie and, um, you know, so Mondays are the days usually that she goes to their house. And my mom texted me yesterday and was like, I just tested positive again. I'm like, no, because yeah. I know how, first of all, I know how sad they are um, about getting COVID like again, because it'll be like over a month since they've kept Ellie and spent like any, you know, sort of long time with her. Um, so I know they're really bummed out about that. And I, Gotta say, I we have been so spoiled by my parents being able to watch her because it really is, yeah, it's it's a huge part of our childcare. So my mom texted me that and I was like, oh no. 
It's the most convenient part of our childcare. So if Callie and I get like a- And fo- least expensive. <laughs> right. <laughs> All we got to do is, you know, cook them dinner once a month. Yeah. And even then they bring their own wine. So right. that's, you know, whatever. It's the cost of burgers. Um, but it's just, I, I really- appreciate the fact that like if, if we get a, a last minute, you know, zoom, not even last minute, but if Callie and I both have to be on a call and it's during a time that we know that Ellie's going to be, I call her espresso Ellie, mm-hmm. you know, fired up that we, we can just call your mom and she'll come over. Yeah. You know, and they love it. Yeah. So anyways, it's just um, like another week or two weeks where maybe they won't be able to see Ellie and I'm sure that they're. Well, the good news is by cool. the time, that they test negative and then what do you have to wait three days afterwards or something? I don't even know what the ruling is now. But by the time that happens, mm-hmm. she can just drive herself over there. <laughs> She'll be 16. Yeah. She'll have her driver's license. All right. Here are uh, today's three. Everybody thought that was funny, by the way, except for your mom and dad. They were like, rude. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, here are your three random things for today. Number one, public restrooms now predominantly have electric hand dryers in place of paper towels for a couple reasons. Um, one, the environment, right? Save the trees. But two, with labor shortages and fewer people to work at places, they have fewer, they can check the bathroom and clean the bathroom fewer times. Mm-hmm. And so it's just neater to, to tidier, not have paper towels. To yeah. not have uh, paper towels. Here's the uh, problem, though. Um, an electric dryer generally sprays hot germs all over your hands. That uh, is disgusting. I don't like the hand dryers anyway yeah. because I like to use my paper towel to open, to open the, door. the door handle. Have you been in a bathroom yet that has a thing that you can hook your foot under? We have them at work and I hate them. Why? Because they um, those were introduced like right after I had Ellie and I am not a professional. I would have to, have to ask the Ravel ladies this, but I think it's really bad on your pelvic floor. Even that one second move? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? It was really painful for me when I came back to work. I was like, oh my God, can't do that. Can't. What about, do that. Um, there's elbow ones too. Have you seen those? I've only seen those. Yeah, I don't ones. get the elbow ones though. You just hook it with your elbow because your elbow doesn't t- touch your privates when you're going body. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Such a dad sentence. That's so weird though because. I mean, if you're wiping with your elbow, like, then I think. Bigger issues, especially right. the, especially the inside of your elbow. Uh, anyways, this scientist uh, said he wanted. He's an amateur scientist, and he's like, "Let me just do a thing." I'm sorry. What does an amateur scientist mean? I don't think he was doing. This isn't like research uh-huh. for for a firm or whatever. This is like a guy. Maybe he's a student or whatever. Okay. And he needed to come up with a with a thesis or a project or whatever. Um, so he just put Petri dishes underneath the hand dryers in a bunch of public restrooms and let them, you know, marinate for a while. Um, the air drying method. So if you just walk out with wet hands, like shake them off and walk out with wet hands, no bacteria growth. Um, noticeable white patches on every Petri dish that was held under the electric dryers indicating substantial. So That's disgusting. Yep. Your second random thing is there is a new list from the National Cancer 
Cancer Institute about the best activities that can lower your risk of early death. So they are, the number one is playing racket sports. It's really good for your heart. Pickleball. Pick, is, picker, is pickleball cardiovascular though? Yeah. I thought it was like table tennis. No, it's, it's on a tennis court. Like it's, oh. I think it's a smaller version of a tennis court. Oh, hmm. Okay. But I kind of want to get the pickleball rackets. I think Ellie right now is the sportiest member of this family. She is. She, she is. loves her soccer ball. She loves to throw tennis balls. I feel neither one of our dogs are into fetch. So Ellie will just walk up and throw tennis balls at them and they barely look up at her. They're like, just like, yeah, we don't ball, fetch. The ball will literally bounce off Sadie's face and Sadie's like, oh Lord, what? So, <laughs> but I think I would like to get a little, a couple of pickleball rackets because they're smaller than tennis rackets and just toss. Cause I think she can, I think she would hit them back. Maybe. And she would live longer because it's right. And apparently sport. she would live longer. So racket sports, highest return, um, 27% lower risk for death from heart disease and 16% lower risk of early death running with number two. It reduces cancer risk. Um, by 19% and early death by 15%. And then after that um, comes walking for exercise. And I have had that suggested to me. So I have been walking after dinner, like right after dinner, like within 30 minutes. And I really like it. I mean, despite the fact that it's like 98 million degrees outside, yeah. so it's a little sweaty, but when fall comes around, that's going to be my new thing. Oh, my turn. Sorry, it's been a long time. It's been a long weekend. Uh, your third <laughs> random thing is if you leave noise on in your house to calm your dogs down, like um, maybe playing podcast or leaving the TV on or uh, anything like that, it doesn't really do anything. I never thought it did. I mean, I know people have like said that and there's like dog TV and there's like all this stuff, but I never bought into it. However. Oh. Dogs exposed to classical music are significantly, have significant lower levels of stress. So do you think we should be playing classical music for our stressed out? Yes. Lily. And it's so easy to do if you have voice speakers in your house. Mm -hmm. You could just say, you know, A-L-E-X-A, -E play Mozart or Mozart, however you say Mozart. it, or Beethoven or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and then you leave and just let her play. Um, dogs who are exposed to that lie down faster, stay down um, longer and, and exhibit more or exhibit fewer stressful symptoms. Um, if you play an audiobook or a television or whatever, it has no difference at all. Can you imagine if we tried to get Sadie to be more relaxed? <laughs> she might fall into a coma. <laughs> Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. When we don't record for a couple of days, I feel like I lose my mojo. Like, I feel like... Well, we it was a long weekend. We didn't record for three days. I know, because we recorded all of our shows for last week. We were done recording on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, because you left Thursday. Yep. Um, so I feel like it's, it's hard to get back on the bike. <laughs> I feel like I'm rusty. 
We did good though. It was an okay show, right? Today was okay. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll do better tomorrow. Okay. Should we start grading our shows every day? Like my family does with the food that they cook. Yeah. Every time um, Callie's dad tries a new recipe on the grill, like at the end of the meal, he's like, all right, everybody, what'd you think? And then we have to grade it. Mm-hmm. And we'll all go around the room and be like, oh, this is great. This is B plus. This is A minus. This is an A. This is a whatever. Or, you know, every like maybe once or twice since I've known you, like there's just been something that's like a C. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's fine. It was good for dinner, but don't make it again. Whatever. Yeah. Generally, he gets A's, sometimes B's. Mm-hmm. Without fail, he's like, yeah. I don't know, C minus. <laughs> like no matter what, it could be the best thing we've ever, it could be a piece of steak that melts in your mouth like a pat of butter. And he's like, nah, I don't know. I think it could have melted faster. B minus. Jeff, no. I love you. I think you are funny. You are always my favorite on your original show down here in Georgia, which I'm not going to even name the name of at this point. But I never was a huge fan of that Wayne's over Cats. <laughs> And I don't think it would be a great idea for a podcast. And I hate to say it because I didn't want to burst your bubble because you seem really excited. But no. Bye. No way a Triscuit is the favorite cracker. There's no way. It tastes like what I would assume if you took a bite of a piece of wicker furniture that has been sitting out in the sun for eight years. No way. Okay? No way. Um, okay, so I'm listening to Friday's podcast and I had to stop it because I, this is about the cat songs. Um, I have been an XM radio slash podcast mob for quite some time now and literally have no idea like anything about local radio in Atlanta anymore. But had I known about cat songs, I would have absolutely listened. Like if that were on a billboard somewhere and it said, hey, listen to cat songs, um, that would be enough for me to switch over and like listen to local radio. That is hilarious. And I don't know how I didn't have that in my life. But if you guys want to do something like that on the podcast, I think that that would be hysterical. Um, so yeah, that is like probably the only thing that would switch me over from XM radio, at least for like 10 minutes is, um, someone writing a song about my geriatric diabetic cat, (laughs) because that's hysterical. Okay, guys, keep up the great work. And, uh, I think that's it. Have a good weekend. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Ann. Oh, my goodness, I had to stop today's show. Jeff, if you don't do that, Wayne's News Over Cats, I'm going to just die. It sounds hysterical. Please, please, please do that. Sorry, Callie. I think it would be hysterical. Talk to y'all later. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys, this is Ashley from Buford, and I had to stop and call because I would absolutely listen and tell everyone I know to listen to a podcast called News About Wayne's Overcast. I think that is the most hilarious thing I have ever heard. And of course, we would listen. I love you guys so much. You guys are the best. Bye. I'm listening to Friday's episode. And Jeff, I love your enthusiasm about this news about Wayne's Overcast. But I am, I'm so, conv- I, I don't get it. Like what? 
what is it? I don't remember that segment. I remember the cat songs on Star, but not this. But um, I think you've already sold it because if you make the podcast, I need to know what it's about and I'm going to listen. So you're very smart. Toodaloo. Hey, guys, I'm listening to the episode where Callie is talking about Jeff's voice changing or, you know, the way he talks when a, when a, there's a fix-it guy there or something. Um, it's really funny because my husband, I don't know, we were dating a few years and we went to Panama and we can both speak Spanish. We studied it in college and every time we were on this small island off of Panama and we had to take a water taxi Every time he talked to the like the water taxi driver, he'd sound like a game show host. And, it, you know, he'd be like, uh, we were staying at a place called Casa Aquario. He'd say, see, Casa Aquario. I don't know. His voice went like low and and also a little bit like a game show hosting, like Casa Aquario. And I was like, what happened? Why, why do you talk like that? <laughs> talk to the water taxi guy. So I totally know what you're talking about. Bye. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.